We can just jump oh. talk about what happens. Okay, so it tells you that it's being recorded now. Oh, you, it never did that for you before? Mm -hmm. It always did it for class. Oh, wow. <laughs> How's that going? I'm not teaching this semester, thank God. No. I'm getting, a, I'm starting a new job, right? I don't think you told me. Okay. Because they haven't, they haven't announced it officially. Yeah, I'm leaving NYU for Rutgers. Oh. Oh, I didn't tell you that Drew, well, you knew Drew turned me down. Yeah. Um, but I applied for this other position at Rutgers, which is kind of similar to what I was doing at NYU this past year. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do as much work, like outside of my research. Right. Uh, it's literally just me trying to figure out where, and I'm there for two years, and I'm like, let me try to figure out if I really want to go into this field. Because I was talking to Gurleen one time. She's like, so damn, after two more years of this, you got to apply again. And you'll probably only make $75,000. I'm like, you know what? That is so damn true. Because like, what, what do I got a PhD for? To be making 75000 after two years out, outside the PhD. Like if you had gave me a job already, that would be a different story. But now, okay. So I got to think about my options. Yeah. All right. Do we remember how we start this? Um. <laughs> we'll figure it out. This is Shannon. And this is Kamani. I love which with words. <laughs> and it has been. <laughs> it has been a year. Not like a year since we recorded, but practically. Uh, yeah, hey, Shannon. Hey. No, for real, y'all. It's kind of been... It's been hectic, low-key. High, like, low-key, high-key between yeah. to moving to whatever. But we're going to catch you all up. This is literally our welcome back after yeah. <laughs> as long as hiatus. But how are you? How are you, Shannon? I'm okay. Uh, you know, I have my little baby. And, uh, yes. Work and pretty much that's it. Like, His whole first birthday came. Yeah, we uh, spent it in the house. He uh, he slept about like the day, so we couldn't like go out or do anything. So by the time he woke up, it was like six, seven o'clock at night. <laughs> Is he like all these other pandemic babies that just be staring at people outside and like everything outside is like a wonder? Uh, he cries. <laughs> he cries? cries. He's he's a bit like a timid kind of shy baby. Really? Like, yeah. Pandemic babies. They be going outside and like, what is this? What is this ghetto? Yeah. What is this noise? He's in the house most of the time. Right. Like, I'm not going to take him everywhere. Right. They'd be like, what are these smells? I was on the subway one time and this baby was staring us down, like <laughs> looking all over the place, just confused. Mm -hmm. So I guess like when you've been in the house your entire life, going outside, it's like, where are we doing? Right. Yeah. Oh, yay, he's one. That's crazy. You had a whole baby in the pandemic and he's already one. Listen, and we're still going through the shits. Well, this Delta been was in here forever. Shoot. Have you got vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Fully vaccinated. 
For sure. Like, okay. You, which one do you get? I got the Pfizer. Okay. And which is fully FDA approved for y'all to say, oh, I can't get it. It's not FDA approved. Like, come up with another excuse now. Like, what is your opinion about all of this? Because last year, this time, there was not a vaccine to be had. And I mean, it's like, if we talk about this, I was like, eh. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel like, okay, enough time has passed. You know, I feel like it's, I guess I feel comfortable with the fact taking the vaccine. I've taken two before as a kid. So it's just like, eh, is this going to be a really big deal? No, not really. I mean, I did have the side effects, but not too crazy. Oh, really? Which ones did you have? Um, the first set was fine. Not the first day. The first shot, it was fine. The second shot, um, I think the next day, I had like a body ache and uh, chills. And I just wanted to lay down. But take like time off. Does your company like do that? Like give you time off for? Like some companies were giving people like. I did go to work, but it was more like when I got home, I guess my um, body crashed. And I was just like, hey, I'm very cold. I'm just, I have chills. I just, uh, but other than that, it was fine. Yeah, I could not wait to get vaccinated. Cause I was like, mm -hmm. like I was in my old crappy apartment. Where I spent the first year of the pandemic. I hated that place. I don't think I told you how I hated it. Like I didn't realize how bad it was, of course, because I was like, oh, I'm like, I was so, you know, I'm stubborn. So I was like, I'm gonna move out. Like I, I was denied everything else last year from like graduation to defending in person. And I'm like, I'm gonna move out, come hella high water. Because mm -hmm. I rushed and did it and ended up with a terrible place. It's so fucking dark. Management did not care about maintenance and upkeep of the building. And, and as, as a result, there were other little problems that nobody wanted to house. I mean, listen, that's how apartment buildings are, though. No, no, yes. Yeah. Also, like, they didn't do anything to stop it. It was like, what are y'all doing? Like, like mm -hmm. not some sort of mitigation at all. And all it took was me seeing, like, I, like the week before I moved out, it was like a giant dead ass rat outside by the garbage. And I was like, thank God. Thank God. Lord, I'm out of here. Oh, no. It was probably the one that lived under there. Like, one time I was throwing out garbage and I saw heard something go zoom right under the gar the dumpster. And I was like, nope. And the red had like scratched my leg. Hey, I remember that. And you had to get like a rabies shot. Yes. Nope. Also, so because of that, I had to, when I was moving, I hired a moving company. And I'm never not doing that ever again because. I know that was probably expensive. Actually, it was only $400. <laughs> where okay. Compared to for like one bedroom. Mm hmm. Like the first company I called, they were like, oh, it's going to be $900 and it's like a minimum this. And this company was like 400. Yeah, it was like 400. I was like, done. And like, I literally just had to pack everything up. And it was like over in two hours. Where oh. if I was going to try to do it myself with friends, you know, that's like a 10 hour, 10 hour thing. 
back and forth to Jersey. Paying them with pizza and shit, which nobody wants. It's just, it's a no. Yeah. So that sounds like a good event then. Yeah. And my new place in Jersey City is amazing. Like I have light, I can see the sun and I can see the moon. I'm not in a dungeon. (laughs) And for what, and we gotta do an episode about housing because this housing market, just housing in general, is fucked like to hell. Because mm-hmm. the reason I left Orange more than like guess the politics, I was tired of living there and seeing everything not being changed. But like I couldn't find a reasonable apartment that was good quality for a rational price. Like mm-hmm. the new places were selling for like one bedroom for seventeen hundred dollars. I'm like, this is not Midtown Manhattan. Right. Not down by Times Square. It's not by Wall Wall Street. Like, what are you asking for? And like, and they were like, no pets, no this. I'm like, no, for fucking orange? Like, just because you're by the train station? Listen. No. So this place I got is like 1400 and it's in a condo building. What's wrong? Oh my gosh, can we see him? No, I said, can we? Like, this is like a YouTube show. Hey. hey! Oh my gosh! Hey! He's like, who is a strange man? <laughs> For y'all, since y'all can't see, like Shannon's baby boy just came into the shop. You see, you want to touch. Get out of here. Get out. Get. Maka, I'm not playing with you. Come here. No, but yeah, like I was saying, the apartment is great. It's just like it's weird because I'm close to the city, but I'm also far because do you know how Jersey City is? It's just so weird. Like, yeah. there was another place I really wanted that was like $10 cheaper, but the landlord lived next door. Did I say yeah. that? Yes, you did. I was like, I stood like she had this they had this writer with like a million things on it. Like, and it's like stuff you know to do, like, oh, clean and whatever. And she's like, clean, unplug the stove and the fridge when you move out and clean behind it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like- Can I move in? Yeah, like this is a lot. Then finding out you live next door to me, I'm like, oh no, this ain't gonna work. I like mm. imagine me having friends over on a Saturday afternoon and then you having to say your toddler's awake and tr- or trying to take a nap. It's a no. It's a no. I I switched in a heartbeat. I was like, let's go with the other place. The oh other my place. God. Immediate, immediate, like, get me out of here. Listen, I've been I'm further away from the train. Um, I've been hearing that these luxury apartments is like built with like 
cool quality material. Oh, yeah. It is just like hard fire. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Y'all charging people this much? That's why you got to get one of these old school apartments, like pre, like century, but they have to be like well-maintained mm-hmm. in appliances. Because some of these new ones that they be throwing up in a year, they built out of like, it looked like they built out of plastic. And they mm-hmm. broken down. Meanwhile, these concrete ones and like stone ones, they're the ones that be lasting. Mm-hmm. They're hundreds of years old. And it really does come down to just how the business, like the apartment management is. Yeah. Like the reason I picked this place is because I came in and saw that they were cleaning and that they were changing the mailboxes and doing all this work. And I'm like, that is good. That's a good sign for me coming yeah. in. So yeah, that's been my life in terms of moving. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah I went to Greece again. So that was fun. What'd you say? I went to Greece again. So that no, was- yeah. Oh yeah, you never really talked about the trip. Uh, I went with you know who. <laughs> it was fun. It was interesting because when we booked the ticket, we didn't know Greece was going to kind of be open or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like May. And then they were saying, then like in late May, or it was April, then in May, they said they were going to open in June. Mm-hmm. So when they opened, like if we went, like when things were still just kind of getting figured out. So it was kind of like at a good time to kind of like walk around and not have like too many restrictions. It was yeah. a week after we left that they started saying like, nope, no music after 11 p.m. No clubs oh. like this. Like I, we, we couldn't really go to clubs. The clubs weren't really popping, but it was interesting. Met mm-hmm. like Americans and other people over there one night, like adults. Like one of the islands we ended up going to was like a bunch of kids. And it was like, there were some Greek kids that took like seven of them took a hundred shots for some damn t-shirts. And I was like, this is how I know I'm getting to my 30s because that was ain't even good <laughs> to be taking 100, 100 shots. Like, that doesn't make sense. Death. Death <laughs> for a t-shirt. I'm like, I know that, like, they could have been 21. I know that living was hurting the next morning. Oh my God. No, I can't. Yeah. But yeah, that's been my summer so far. Now just gearing up for work. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Has, I don't know. So the last episode we recorded was about Joe Biden getting inaugurated, which I still didn't know. So what has happened since then that we should talk about? I feel, do we work our way backward? I don't know how to do this. I wish I had the, uh, you know, the calendar that everybody- I was just made. thinking about that. <laughs> the meme calendar. Yes. Didn't like Harry and Megan's thing happen this year, like February, like- So much different things. I'm gonna see if I could find it and then we could probably make the episode about that, like a mid- Yeah. I don't know, so what's like big happening right now? Oh, other than Shakari, uh, Lizzo was a bit of a topic. Um, Beyonce, we'll, we'll leave that for the next episode. Kiana, Kiana's coming back, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> we could start with Shakari and get that over with. Oh, uh, because <laughs> I'm, I'm just like. Uh, uh, so this is gonna be y'all gonna find out I'm Jamaican today. <laughs> so for those of y'all that haven't been following, Shakari Richardson is a track athlete who during the U.S. trials in June for the Olympics ran the sixth fastest time, her personal best to qualify. It was like a big thing cause she had like this bright colored hair. She had long nails, long eyelashes. Um, her mother had just died and she like ran into the stands and helped her grandmother and everything like that. She couldn't go to the Olympics because they found THC in her urine sample when they were drug testing. And that's like banned. So it set off this whole big debate about like marijuana and like testing forward and everything. And I could, I think I can speak for both of us if you could chime in and correct me if I'm wrong. Like we 100% agree that that was bullshit. And it's like this, especially just in terms of like, we got to do a marijuana episode too, but just in terms of like how marijuana has been transformed or sanitized, just like drug epidemic in this country, like to be like Wall Street bros about to make millions of dollars uh, mm -hmm. selling weed when black people are in jail and stuff. So it was kind of like a reaffirming of that. So, so many I'm sorry to uh, interrupt. No, no, go ahead. Well, I just feel like, okay, I, I think the rule needs to be updated, but I, I think just everything across the board needs to just be updated. It's 2021. Yeah. People, <laughs> and yes. it's not being. It's not. It's not a bad effect on your body. Right. It's affecting your 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 you know your performance. It's not like steroids. It's not. It's not supposed to make you run faster. Right. Um. Although I did see one person, and th this goes without. This is gonna be a lot of like. Oh, I saw this on Twitter. Twitter is full of conspiracy theorists. Oh. So one person was like, oh, it's kind of, it can be used as a masking agent for steroids. And I'm like, I'm not going to get into that. What? I don't know. People know <laughs> things. Like, literally, they test you for everything, Shannon. There's like all these different chemicals that can like mask the like steroid use. So whatever. So she was barred from competing in the Olympics. There was some belief that she'd be able to run on the four by 100 team. I don't know why that didn't happen, but she didn't end up going. Mm -hmm. So Olympics go on. Oh, this is another thing. We got to talk about how just in general, I just had a problem with how a lot of the Black athletes from other countries that weren't the U.S. weren't getting the recognition they deserve. Rebecca Andrade from Andrade, Andrade, Andrade from Brazil. But mm -hmm. In gymnastics, representing in the all-around competition, um, she almost got the gold. It was like hundreds of a point that she missed out on the gold over the U.S. because she made two small steps. It, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna get into it, but yeah, she did good. There were like all these amazing like Afro Latinx people that were representing. Of course, we know the Caribbean represents and Africa represents. So it was just like really kind of disheartening, like some of these big people that say like they're good for everybody black and see a damn thing. Anyways, anyways, back to this. So when the track starts, track and field has like, for those that don't know, heat, semifinals and finals. 
the women that were running the 100 meters, you know, the big names like Shelly Ann Bridget Price from Jamaica, who um, two-time, like eight-time Olympian at this point, um, who had the gold medal in 2008, 2012. She was running, and Elaine Thompson-Hurrah, who won in Rio in 2016, was running. And like all these other big names that run the 100, Marie Tolu, um, even like Americans and stuff that run the 100. And when they were running the semifinals, Shakari tweets out, miss me yet? And that was where I think the big schism with the Jamaicans online came. Mm. No, this is this is it. So chopped the fuck. Oh. Yeah, so when she said, like, miss me yet in a tweet, that's when like I noticed, like, wait a minute. Um that's when I saw the first big schism. Because Jamaica's like, what are you talking about? They're running your personal best right now in the heats to qualify. Well, so what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I think this is something I've learned. Like, you know that, like, if you grew up in a, like, a Caribbean neighborhood like we were raised in, you think everybody knows how Jamaicans are, how Caribbean people are. I think a lot of these people that are coming from, like, the South and some places where Jamaicans don't live mm-hmm. and how relentless and damn they're crazy Jamaicans are. So as soon as they feel like she's disrespecting Jamaican athletes, they go off. And like, what are you talking about? Blah, 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 blah. People respond, like Shikari supporters respond by saying like, oh, if she was there, da 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 it'd be a different story. When oh. the- <laughs> Wait, let me tell the story. I'm sorry. I'm get- <laughs> when, when the final comes, it's one, two, three, Jamaica. People keep going like, oh, Shikari would have won. Shikari would have came. Like, stop this, blah, 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 blah. Which I knew was going to happen, which is partially why I wanted her to, the band to be overturned. Because I was like, let her go. Because they're going to say that she would have won based on her one personal best time. Anyways, which is not how you typically run on track. It's more about being consistent at that time. Like Shelly Ann been running 10 sevens for a decade now. That's someone that you can like expect would run a good time like that. Always, or more than always, or about always. So Olympics done. Then there's like the first track meet, which was this past Saturday, the 21st on the Diamond League which is basically like a money, it's like stuff to make money. They do this all the other time when the Olympics aren't going on. And this is Shikari's big time to like taste, like chase and fight against the podium. When I tell you, I don't know if you were watching all the hype going up to this. Everybody was like, oh, she's gonna win. She's gonna take it. Then the TikTok came out. You saw that TikTok, right? Am I crazy thinking that TikTok was very shady? I thought it was always it, Yes, but it was like because Nicki Minaj congratulated the Jamaican woman that won. And because Shikari had previously tweeted, oh, something, something, y'all don't like Nicki, but something bad about Barb's or whatever. So, you know, Nicki was going to hear about that and say something. Uh, so she used the Nicki Minaj sound to kind of like shade the other competition, saying like it's game time bitches or whatever. Okay. <laughs> 
Literally girl, all, huh? No, I was saying girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally all the cop, like all the big net time celebrities, like a lot of celebrities, not the big time. Lala was up in there saying, "Yes, girl, talk your shit." Da, da, da. All of them were saying stuff, like liking it, sharing it. Blah, blah. She turned the comments off though. Um, and it's like, okay, I like me. I have not said anything other than when she like tweeted that tweet and said, "Like, girl, she's not gonna know peace. These Jamaicans gonna eat her for the rest of her days. She don't even know that yet." Um, I didn't say anything. A lot of Jamaicans ain't say nothing because we. If you watch track, like track is not like a big American sport, right? It's Jamaica's big sport. Like it's a cheap sport to get into. You just need some place to run and some shoes. And then if you could get all the other stuff, that's better. So whereas like football and like basketball are big in America, track is big in Jamaica, which is why they take it very seriously. They recognize like some of the other people's names. They know about the different tracks and how like if the track is fast or a good track or whatever. Mm-hmm. when she starts getting all this hype and saying like she's going like people are saying she's going to beat them and blah 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 the more rambunctious Jamaicans of course are being reckless on Twitter and doing their thing and nah, 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 all that like typical diaspora war stuff mm-hmm. the brace comes there's a lot of hype like the day before they have a press conference and they have her with the, the podium so they don't interview none of the other girls that are racing. It's literally Elaine, Shellyanne, and Sharika and um, Shakari. Um, but I'm not going to get into like the nitty gritty things on air about like that. That's a little too much. But it's just like, okay, let's just see how it happens. Grace comes and she loses. She don't just lose. She's like dead last. Like. Wow. The Jamaican girl who's only 19, who just, this is her first like pro race, beat her. And like, that's the say, like, and this is what I think the point I was saying earlier. Jamaicans understand that a race can go anyway. Like, you could be, it could be a bad day. Shelly Ann has lost races before. Elaine has lost races. Elaine has had injury. Like, it's normal for racers to not win everything, mm-hmm. um, especially if you have an injury or if you, like, when Shelly Ann just came back from having a baby and stuff. But to a lot of Jamaicans, it was specifically because she was talking shit the entire time about how game time bitches, miss <laughs> people like saying like, oh, she, she would win. Um, Did you say that um, Chilean was like washed or something? Something like that. I didn't see that tweet, but some she did say. It's just some, some sort of long Five long. years and still ain't done nothing. And I'm like, what the hell? First of all, don't talk about your competition like that. Like, because you could be in there for five, two years and do nothing and you're done. Like, track the, the, when you think about how track athletes literally, they only have mainly their 20s. By the time they're 30, they like reach at the end. Like, mm-hmm. 34, which is still really young, she's at the end. And that's why she's saying she's not going to Paris. She's not trying to like be one of these people that like go there long and like stay for a while. Like her, um, Allison Felix, like they're not coming back. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's not a long lifespan. And even then, if you think about it, for her to miss the Olympics, it's kind of like, damn, you missed one of the few Olympics you would have probably had a chance to in your career. Because maybe now she has only two, eight more years, like two more Olympics in her. Mm-hmm. 
So she loses, and we know Twitter's gonna go bananas. And Jamaicans, not to be denied, went ham. I laughed for an hour. <laughs> I laughed for an hour straight. It, like, Jamaicans are terrible. Like, I can say this as Jamaican. They, 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 and I was thinking about this earlier. When Jamaicans know that they got you on something, they won't leave you alone about it till you die or until they feel like it's not bothering you anymore. No one ever said about that girl. No one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Oh, oh, I forgot the best part. Nike gave her this big ass commercial right before the. Did you see this commercial? No. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. We're going to do this a live react. This is a live react. I'm a I'm a share my screen so you can see this. After the whole uh marijuana scandal, they still defended her and say, you know what, well, she's still gonna have a sponsorship. So which I think is that's perfectly fine. But it's uh, like how like you raced, now you're dead last. I wonder how they feel on the end. Um, because like so much hype to this girl, and just like, hmm. let me see. Come on, my internet connection is unstable. Where is this commercial? Give me one second. Like, it's basically her kind of like coming back um, to run. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, huh? I don't know. Like, yeah, y'all really gonna do this? And the reason it's such a problem is because Shelly Ann and Elaine are also Nike athletes. But Nike didn't do a damn thing for them. Like they didn't make a commercial, and I get it. It's America, mm -hmm. America. Um, at the same time, it's like okay, here it is. Let's share this screen, shall we? Oh, no. I want this share sound optimized for video. Clip. You see it? Uh-huh. I've been waiting. Patiently waiting. Waiting to show y'all that I'm no one here wonder. Waiting to show y'all, it's not what I've done, but what I'm about to do. Waiting to show y'all that I'm more than a news headline. Waiting to show y'all why I'm that girl. And if you need me, I'll be at the finish line. Waiting. I guess it was cute, but I'm like, damn, like the confidence, the yeah, bitch, I'm about to be number one. 
They showed that right before the race. Nike. <laughs> no, so they did this before with Justin Felix in 2012 when she beat Veronica Campbell. They showed mm -hmm. it after the race, but they showed this commercial right before the race and a split screen. Like, I'm telling you, the camera at the NBC had the camera on Shikari only. And on the other side, while we were at commercial, was this commercial. So it's like, oh my gosh, what does she got? It's like, she hyped, oh my gosh, is she gonna do it? That's how I'm watching it. Like I was on the phone, like doing a, buying a ticket and I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, I have to pause you for a second, I have to do something. And then she lost, <laughs> it's just like, and then Nike like, damn, they bought all these, ad, these spaces for this damn ad, they gotta keep playing it. It just became hilarious every single time. I just hate how they made the race about her. It's like, yo, there was so many other black women in there racing and like, they're all incredible. Yes. And that's the problem that I personally, like I didn't comment on this, but it was hard. And I, I understand I'm biased. I'm mm -hmm. identified Jamaican. I was raised in a Jamaican household. I understand that I have that bias. At the same time, for people to- mm -hmm. I have the bias too. <laughs> Just because I'm Caribbean. We're like, oh, y'all trying so hard to turn down a competent black woman. And I was like, no. I was like, let me wait, let me think. First of all, everyone is there is black. And yes, there are some people calling for her to be humble. Like there was the whole after the race, like she literally, Elaine wins. So I want to shout out to Elaine Thompson Heron for spreading the second fastest time ever and finally putting a record that many has thought was unchallengeable the threat, like she was 500s away from breaking the record or 600s probably, which is like so quick. It's like so quick when you think about it. Mm -hmm. I wanna really do that. Cause so like so many people are saying, we don't even talk about the winner. Um, we talk about Shikari, but it is also natural because she's been the one that's been hyped up as like the one that would upset the Tokyo trio. Mm -hmm. But then she does this interview, so that also causes some people to say some nasty stuff, like, you know, anti-Black, like, oh, she's ghetto, da, 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 da. For me, it was just, it was more the entitlement. The entitlement. She didn't even congratulate them, man. She walked right off. Like, what kind of shit is that? Now, if the Jamaicans would have did that? It would have been out. If the Jamaicans had been, it would have been a war. If Brianna Williams, the youngest in the race, who has no medals to her name, had been talking shit about like the Americans or American athletes and lost, it would have been like, oh, a clown her, who she thinks she is, like all of that. But, and this is why we gotta have a, another episode about diaspora wars at some point, because at some point we gotta talk about this entitlement that some Americans have towards other countries and how even if they're black, they still like kind of show that. And it's an uncomfortable topic, but it, it manifests. Like, why do American athletes think they deserve to win automatically? Like they're not competing against everyone else in the world. They view Braggadocio. Huh? What were you saying? They, they view other Black countries as third world countries that just can't make it 
that just dirt roads and no shoes and just hot as hell and walk barefoot to go pick that sell their coconuts. Ignorant as hell. Ignorant. So it's like, I don't know. Like it was the entitlement. And it was also the disrespect to people who are veterans in the sport you want to start in. Like, mm-hmm. they're not asking you to go worship their feet or anything because they don't like that. They wouldn't do that. But it's like, you gotta, like, if people, if it was like a 400 meter runner and they didn't pay Allison Felix homage from another country, people, like, la- like the last Olympics when Shawnee Miller dived to win um, the 400 meter race over Allison Felix. So many Black Americans were upset, saying, like, she cheated, da da da, da. It was, like, this big thing. It was, like, a mini diaspora wars there. Because mm-hmm. she leaned forward and fell. But when it's... So even thinking about, like, people don't like their athletes being disrespected, they're American. Why is that okay to happen to other athletes from other countries that aren't mm-hmm. that what they do? You understand? So it, it rubbed Jamaicans the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And her being probably, I'll give this probably to you, the one point, like, I don't like people making excuses for her because she's young, but mm-hmm. the wrong people around her, like, telling her to, or hyping her up, like, yeah, say that, say that, say that. You know, like, when you get in a talk, toxic spiral and people are like, yeah, write that back. Yeah, get them. Mm-hmm. And Jamaica's not easy neither. Like, some of them, <laughs> one of them wrote the night before, what time is the race to watch the carry lose? And like, oh, but you're wrong. That was so wrong. Just leave her. Like, let it happen. She wrote him a message, basically telling him to stay out, keep her name out of his mouth. Uh, so I was like, whoop, we'll see. But like, no, nobody else would take their athletes being disrespected like that. No. But it like, it's a problem when Jamaicans being fanatically crazy people. Like, I don't think people realize how, she, like, she needs to just log out it, like, social media because oh, no. Jamaicans will not like, like like I said they will not leave her alone Justin Gatlin used to do the same something very similar and he could run and come second he would always say about how we're going to beat Bolt he's the next like he's going to get one da, 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 da. and Bolt only came up because he was suspended for drug, drug use um, Jamaicans never let him live it down to the point where when he finally beat Bolt in like a relay in London a few years ago when Bolt was about to retire. The entire, like, they would all, Jamaicans would be harping about him using drugs and like using steroids. And to the point where the stadium started booing him and he started crying. Um, And it's like, I'm not laughing at him crying. It's just like, damn, Jamaicans did this whole thing where they turned the entire stadium against this man to the point where he's like, what is going on? And (laughs) does a man have to suffer I'm like, Shikari. That's why when she tweeted that thing out, like, you missed me? I'm like, girl, you don't know who you messed with. They crazy. Like, and don't be going now, like, today, her liking tweets saying Shelly Ann, where someone says Shelly Ann looks like a little Wayne, which, what? And, like, a tweets about, like, Jamaicans being barefoot, um, walk, selling coconuts. I'm like, what type of white nonsense? Like, the, the the people want to say that Jamaicans was out here carrying on and coming at Shakari, 
But you have to realize there's people that's saying wild shit too. And Jamaicans have to defend it. We're not about to sit here and say, oh, the Jamaicans just said this and that about her. They didn't say nothing about that girl. Literally nothing about her being black, nothing. Like, where y'all getting this fact from? She was ghetto, which was bad. Some people did say that. But it was not like, oh, she don't have no Trump. Like, I don't know. I probably didn't see it because I'm Jamaican, so I have bias right there. So I'm not going out looking for that, and I'll acknowledge that. But if, like, to say some a black woman looks like a man, we already know that's like racism one on one. Like to for another black people to like that, that's even worse. And to be out here, so my thing is, why would she even like something like that when in the beginning when we first when she you know blew up, people were saying how masculine she looked. Talk about her hair, talk about her nails. They talked about her. It doesn't need to like something like that. She's a child. She thought it was jokes. She thought it was funny. Um, she don't realize how big of a platform she has now. She's just like she's probably taken aback by like how much like anger she's getting. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, if she had just signed out and for like a week or two and let the Jamaicans lose steam and come out of quarantine because they cut in the house quarantine right now too. Like let them come out and go do their business so they don't have time to just focus on you. It probably would have been different. Mm-hmm. But if you antagonize them and if they feel like, again, Jamaica's crazy. That's all I can say. Like, you know, some of them know that this bothers her and they're going to keep going and they're not going to stop. And the more she adds fuel to the fires, the more it's going to, you can't fight everybody on the internet. And I think that's what I had to learn because you remember me. I used to be arguing with people for days on end. Yeah, I told you, I don't, be, I don't get into that shit, man. And on, in Instagram comments. So I had to be scrolled back to see what they wrote. Two days. And that was the last time I did. I was like, I can't do this no more. Mm-mm. You know, I realize that, like the way we think, like, okay, I'm not about to sit here and argue. A lot of us will have that opposite opinion and we're not about to just sit here and go through the whole arguing thing right but other people that feel so strongly and wrong they'll make posts and videos and pictures yeah she's right and she's correct and i'm just like okay <laughs> keep scrolling like i'm not about to sit here and feed into this shit that might came under one of my tweets i was like you know we're blocked I, I don't have the exactly time. i don't have time to go back and forth who are you you follow me oh no Locked. That's why most of the time now I make it so my tweets can only be like only people that I follow can interact with them. Like when I tweeted them. Like it doesn't help with engagement, but I'm not gonna be arguing with you. I'm not on my phone that I pay my bill for 10 plus point. Like what you're not stressing me out. Not again. But I she definitely just needs a good PR team. Like, I have other thoughts that are funny and problematic at times. Oh, can we talk about the, uh, the uh, Allison uh, Phoenix? Oh, so this is this is the this the one that really shows... That's, that's, the, that's really the one. That shows the tension. That's the curious part. Because, Allison, for those of you that don't know, Allison Felix was on Jimmy Kimmel, and Stephen Smith was the guest host. I watched it this morning or last night. Whenever I don't know, time blurs together. I watched it recently. And 
Stephen Smith, like Allison Felix was there just to celebrate her wins at the Olympics and talk about her shoe that she's founded after Nike fucked her over, trying to an- cancel her career because she had a baby, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he just asked her last minute um, if about Shakari, what does she think and whatever. And she's like, she just really, Allison Felix responded like, oh, she just needs support. She needs someone to like just be around her and support her. And I'm like, oh, good, like, good Allison, like, just being Allison, like, literally Jamaicans, like, we, there was a little rivalry back in the early 2000s, but Jamaicans love Allison Felix now, like, always talking good about her, like, saying, oh, we love you, Allison, like, so it's not, that's why when people say it's like an anti-Black American thing, I'm like, oh, I, I don't Listen, see the media pushing for that. They want to see the drama between us. That's literally, that's why they interviewed them together. That's why the New York Post was only saying Shikari last to the Jamaican. It's like the thing I sent you with um, TMZ. Oh, yeah. Like, that's all they can think of. That's like, glaring. They know that works. Um, But the Allison thing's a problem because now you have people saying like, oh, no, she's out of pocket now. And it's like, wait, so she wasn't out of pocket when she was insult like, saying disparaging things and liking things about other Black women who are also accomplished in their specific area. And it's all mm-hmm. Black women, don't um, belittle Black women, but it's to be only Black women from a certain place are afforded that power or that reputation or that reverence. Like, we're not asking y'all to go kiss Shelly Ann's feet, but we can also ask you to, to acknowledge that this wasn't a problem for you until there was an American black woman. Mm-hmm. Itself highlights a big tension within the diaspora, like a, a major one. Because if we can't respect each other's heroes and respect each other's um, perspectives, that kind of feeds into this narrative that there is a certain hierarchy that I think a lot of people from the Caribbean, Africa, and even like Black British people have been saying for a minute, but it's kind of hard to convey in the form of Twitter without it devolving into a full-fledged diaspora wars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's definitely thoughts on that. It's very telling that this was like the key or the, the cherry, like you said, on top. Mm-hmm. Like she needs a team. She needs a PR. She needs to do what Beyonce does. Like when we talk about this thing with Kiana, it's going to be interesting. But Beyonce wore this blood doctor and she ain't say a damn thing. Listen, for, for someone who researched and went to Africa to learn Pacific yes. dancers, to have Black is King, and then to have this diamond, it's like, it's very contradicting. Like, it's giving I'm a billionaire and I don't care. It's a class thing, too. It's a very big class thing. Because it's like, we, Beyonce is definitely a billionaire at this point. She just hasn't, it hasn't been reported yet. Like, just yeah. way, Rihanna beat her to billionaire. Like, love, like, I love Rihanna, but she also a billionaire. We got to talk about that. And billionaires ain't going to save us. To the show, ain't. <laughs> like, you ain't beginning to become a billionaire by being ethical. It's not like providing free air for everybody and oxygen and water. Um, but yeah, you need to tell me you didn't know, like, even if we say she didn't know, mm-hmm. if five people ever wore this 
Diamond. You mean to tell me her team wouldn't have researched this and how it would look? That's what I'm saying. For someone who went to Africa to learn certain dances from from the people that originated it, like and you, you know, can't tell me, like you and, didn't know that. And you know what? And people ain't gonna like this. But that's why Africans, when Blackest King came out, had a lot of critiques about that and the album spirit. I don't know if you remember this, because they were like, it's like you're no. our culture and you're just like shrinking it and essentializing it into this like conglomerate when it's like each of our cultures is unique and distinct in of, its, in of itself. And you're kind of making this amalgamation of itself um, to market it. Like, I think that's like the main argument. So I sometimes online it gets shrunk down into like, you shouldn't be able to wear that. When actually it's more like, you don't mix Ndinkra from from the Akan people in Ghana with this cloth from Kenya. Like they're like worlds of really different cultures. And to just kind of blow, throw them in together, it's kind of like, uh, like iffy. And you, like each culture is not getting like their um, representation that they think they should be getting. Understandable. There's a lot of things to kind of like really unpack in that. Mm-hmm. Really be saying like, oh, black is king, black is king, and we support black people, blah, 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 blah. You see, I've sit, like I've sat and like read and listened to um, different perspectives on this whole situation, and uh, one perspective was saying that you know they're just using the whole black power thing as a marketing tool. I think that's and, awesome. <laughs> yeah. We got unfortunately, we gotta say I believe. I believe it too. We gotta say this conversation for Dr. Nurse because we could talk about this all by ourselves, but mm-hmm. I've been on it in terms of talking about some of these things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's like, Listen, like for this year has been doing some kind of weird, shady things, and I just mm-hmm. sit back and I look at stuff just like when uh when she won that that Grammy with Megan, like she literally came to the stage when she knew it was time to win her award. Got up there, and motherfucker left. And this is why people be like, "Oh yeah, people be buying uh, Grammys, people be uh, cheating, snubbed, all types of shit." And like that—that's just like you just knew you was gonna win. Well, I think the way it goes, like some of these awards, is like you really have to be petitioning for it. So yeah, it's like you're trying to woo the voters. To make you win, so maybe she did have an insight into how. Mm-hmm. You know, Kanye did accuse it. What happened? What happened? You, to remember, you remember when Kanye accused her? Huh? Oh, video, the video awards. Oh. No, I'm not saying she's only one, but I'm just saying as an example of the shady shit. Lord, I have, I have a fan in the back. What? I have a Beyonce stand in the back. It's my, like, I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan since 1998. But she can be critiqued too. Not perfect. Exactly. And if I say I, I feel like something shady, then damn it, I feel like it's shady. <laughs> oh Lord. Like I said, I Who's remember it? when Kanye West said, yeah, she uh yeah. Something with the award. Yeah. Come on. Listen, Kanye. What? The, he did something recently. No, 
a lot of stupid shit recently. Oh, he's changing his name. Uh, his whole out like this is why I'm tired of people saying like, oh, so you can't cancel people. Like, y'all never canceled him. It's obvious because he's still thriving. Listen, people cancel this man. Go like kiss one. the ring of uh, 45 and come back and say y'all still want to support him and sell out arenas. Rebranded himself as a whole minister for a minute. Ran on the for president to detract from Biden to help 45 we win. Like, we're not talking about that. But, oh, well, he's an artist. He's a genius. We got to support him. He's never been the same. He's, he's really a genius. Come on now. How, how, long are we how long are we going to use this excuse that he's not the same since his mom passed? As a, like, he can miss her. He has children. He has children. It's really children have, like, kids now. Yes, like don't like I don't know how old his daughter is. I mean, I can understand like you still grieve over her, but like, damn, like, like he has mental crazy. health. But y'all can't excuse him. I'm sorry, I won't allow you. Like, and it makes sense because it's like I think yesterday or today was five years since Colin Kaepernick knelt. Mm-hmm. How many of y'all changed up on him? Like, already back to watch the NFL like it was nothing. Right, nothing happened. Will be the first ones in the street. Like they need to stop shooting us, and it's fine. Be there in the street saying stop shooting us, but like you don't understand. I don't know. It's just the problem that I thought we was all like leaving the NFL together. Mm-hmm. Good job, but I guess not. Kanye nah. is not canceled. A lot of people aren't canceled. No, nobody gets like. And this is what like what it was saying, like R. Kelly. Oh, we have to uh what what's that shit it was saying? It was like um not I guess uh, let the music speak or some kind of it was I forgot the phrase. Love the, support the artist. Support the art, not the artist, something like that. Yes, something like that. I was like, if y'all gonna say that for R. Kelly. You saw that wheelbarrow oh, bringing in? Who? You saw that wheelbarrow they were bringing in with the evidence against him? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. They had, like, I don't, it looked like one of those giant laundry things being wheeled in as evidence against R. Kelly. <laughs> like, I can't find it, but there's, like, it was like last week, mm-hmm. and, and it's like a I don't know a crate full of stuff. Oh wow! Like, so it's like you going under the jail with that. If that's the evidence against you, you going under the jail. But Mm-mm. oh yeah, Bill Cosby got out. Yeah, but he got out on a, like a technicality. technicality. Because the prosecutor said something, something, he wouldn't charge him, and he got charged. That's why you really got to be on your P's and Q's. You can't be making these. And apparently that prosecutor went and defended Donald Trump. Fucking crazy. That's so much craziness. No one is ever really canceled. (laughs) Also, yeah, no one is. Like, the only people that get canceled are poor, um, marginalized people. And if you're marginalized and don't have money, you're more likely to get canceled. Like, mm-hmm. a university can decide, I don't like this dude over here because of what he says on his podcast or whatever. 
and I'll be canceled. I'll be the one like facing hunger and trying to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. What do you think? Like we're we are almost through Biden's first year. I got thoughts. What do you think? It seems pretty normal. Like yeah, it feels like. You know how every day with uh, when uh, Trump was president, it felt like danger and anxiety. <laughs> it was like something new was going to come. Every I swear, I swear, when they declared that he won, it was just like such like a peaceful moment. Like, okay, Good we're not about to get blown up. <laughs> yes, every day is he going to launch nuclear codes, like nuclear weapons at us today? Every day. I will say that's a good thing, but I also think it's a bad thing because so many people have kind of like kind of like dialed out or like tuned out. And a lot and a lot of it is also because Democrats aren't doing their job on major things. Like Mm -hmm. live for fucking hours, fought against everything Republicans threw at them to flip Georgia. And because of two fucking senators, two Democratic senators, we can't pass voting reform to ensure that the Republicans can't gerrymander and bring elections. Like Republicans are gearing up to make it so that they win elections because they say they won, not because they actually won. Mm-hmm. And if like something is not done, which I'm believing, I'm losing hope for because we're getting closer and closer to 2022, it's just gonna get worse. You know, 2022 is yeah. gonna to want to do anything. Everybody's mm-hmm. gonna be on their campaign, campaigning the whole year. And I do feel disillusioned, even as someone that would vote. So I damn sure know people that barely vote or aren't really interested. Or I like, see this why I don't vote in the first place. Like mm-hmm. came in, which we knew he wouldn't. Guns blazing, like we won't get all these progressive things passed. Because like Infrastructure is great. The COVID relief was great. Like the COVID plan was great. But at the same time, if people's actual material realities ain't changing that much, it's like, well, what was the point? Yeah. So I'm going to write a letter to Biden and be like, listen, I did not get my refund check, <gasps> nor the child tax. No. Oh, no, Shannon, you better find that money. You need to go find, like, where is my child tax credit? I'm going to call them in the morning. Where is my tax, like, hell? I'm not, I, like I said, I still didn't even get the refund check yet. Where's all my money? Run me my You know how much money they owe me? This, I'm expecting a big-ass check. They still owe you what? I said, I'm expecting a big-ass check. They owe me my tax turn, and they owe me two months of the child tax credit. See, I'm jealous of y'all. I'm like, I get it, but damn, I want a child tax credit. You know, I'm a child. I'm a child of God. <laughs> Listen, they need to send another stimulus. They need to send the stimulus. Like, we need universal basic income already. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You just need to, it's just this country is so far to the right. It's, like automation is gonna make so many jobs disappear. 
and people ain't gonna be able to pay their rent. You're gonna have millions and millions of homeless. That's not a good sign. Because then what are they going to have to do to eat? They're going to start robbing people and trying to feed themselves. Right. So why not just give them a monthly amount so they can stay afloat? Mm-hmm. But this country wants people to suffer. So what can I say? I don't know. Do you have anything else that's pressing? <laughs> no. I don't think so. Everything else, um, the whole Beyonce thing, that's that's such yeah, a big topic. I'm glad Keanu's coming for that. Yeah, that's a big topic because, yeah. It's Beyonce. It's perfect. Keanu shared his birthday with her, so. Oh, yeah, there are Virgos. So it will be great. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any recommendations? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, sometimes I'll be too busy for the TV. <laughs> but, you know. Recommendations after like seven months. But I, I'm always bad with this. Uh, <laughs> always bad with this. I don't know why. Uh, I always recommend my website. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you made, what is the new thing you're making? Huh? The new thing you made. The, custom- the new thing? The custom earrings? Yeah. Yeah, so they're cute. The little, like, bamboo uh, acrylic earrings. You get, get it with your name customs on it. And, you know, it's hanging out. You know, okay. here. it's cute. Check it out. Um, I'm going to recommend, what did I watch? The Chair on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good show because... I don't think all of everyone knows how fucking crazy academia is. I can give you a little insight in a funny way um, about what it is. Just mm-hmm. academic, especially if you're a woman of color, especially like a black woman, an Asian woman. You should watch White Lotus. White Lotus. Yes, I, I shared like a clip on Instagram. It is like hilarious because it's a satire about like terrible white people at like a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just so funny. Like, it's a lot of learning, like, in terms of how hotel staff deal with, like, these white people that are so entitled and, and um, which is, like, good to see. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was a really great show. Interesting uh, <laughs> called The Hype. Watching YouTube. Oh, my God. <laughs> You guys the show hype. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, what if on Marvel on Disney Plus? Shout out to Chadwick. His episode is amazing. Uh, uh, Loki. Damn, we ain't really at all. Like, just watch all that shit. All that shit. <laughs> Except for Cat, um, Balcon and whatever Balcon and Winter Soldier. I did not like that show at all. No. No, it was like, okay, this could have been a, a movie. Mm-hmm. It did not need to be. And it was longer than WandaVision. I was like, this did not need to be this long. Listen, WandaVision, I, I need to finish that. I, I got through halfway. I'm like, yo, this shit is really good. It's really good, especially at the end. Well, I think that's it. 
thank y'all so much for following us and sticking with us while we disappeared for like half a year um, or late a year, because last year was part two. Um, can't even talk about teaching, but that's another episode. <laughs> I got to talk about that. Um, but you can follow us on Facebook at Drinking With Blurreds. Follow us on Twitter at Drinking W Blurreds. Instagram, Drinking With Blurreds. And I blog, Drinking With um, Thank y'all so much. We look forward to having y'all back next time. Thanks. Bye.